Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. And good morning, this is Annie for the very first live showreel for 2016. It's uh, the program that focuses on Australian film and film production and all other things that go with uh, the visual arts that move in Australia. And uh, today we're going to continue where we left off at the end of 2015 and talk about exhibition and outdoor cinema. And uh, because during the summer, Melbourne has been flooded with very interesting and uh, delicious outdoor cinema uh, variations and today we're going to talk to Louise Malcolm, who is the curator of a special series of films that are going to be shown outside in Gasworks Backyard Cinema. G'day, Louise. Oh, good day, Annie. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's a quite an interesting uh, variation with. Uh, well, we'll talk, first we'll talk about uh, the Gaslight uh, uh, area. Um, that's a wonderful sort of arts precinct down in uh, Port Melbourne, right? Yes, uh, the Gasworks Arts Park. Um, yeah, the Gasworks Arts Park is down in Albert Park. Uh, so it's a it's a theatre. There's also uh, artist studios there. A lot of sculptors uh, work there. They also have a kiln. Uh, but yeah, they have a lot of uh, theatre arts happening all the time. They also have a, a couple of galleries as well. Yeah. Now, and in the centre, there's a, a almost a paddock. Yeah, there's a there's these really nice parklands. So it's a big open green space. Uh, there's trees, um, as we were talking about earlier. A lot of people take their dogs down there for a walk and to play. Um, so yeah, it's a really nice green space. Uh, it's quite near the ocean, um, but yeah, really nice green space in the middle of this sort of suburban. Area and these really nice um, old buildings uh, from the gas works. And if you want to get there, you go down Pickle Street and it's off Graham. That's correct, yes. That's right, very close to the Beaconsfield Parade, right? uh, uh, Almost a block, I'd say, a block and a half away from the sea. So easy to find. uh, But, uh, and uh, the outdoor cinema, the backyard cinema, has been going for a number of years. But you've been brought in to uh, curate a particular. Uh, series of films. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct. Um, I was brought in to uh, partner with a number of uh, community organisations and a couple of local film festivals uh, to co-curate uh, a program uh, of 10 sessions. So it's 10 sessions uh, every Friday night. It started last week and it goes to the um, 18th of uh, March. So we've partnered with a number of local organisations 
including uh, Port Phillip Eco Centre, the Port Phillip Bicycle Users Group, um, Inner South Community Health Service is uh, doing a screening, in fact, next week. Um, the Albert Park College, which is the school that's closest to uh, Gasworks Arts Park. We've also got uh, two screenings from the Melbourne Queer Film Festival and one from uh, the Human Rights Art and Arts Film Festival. Yeah, so it's pretty exciting. Uh, it's It's been a, a great project. Uh, it's been great working with all these different organisations uh, figuring out, you know, their sort of uh, their needs and desires around what sort of films they want to see and what sort of films their communities want to see. Uh, so that's been a really great time. Uh, and yeah, we've put together a really diverse program, which I'm actually really, really happy with. Uh, now it's it's uh, the first time. It's it was an idea that was incubated by the uh, person who's the CEO of Gasworks. That's right? that's correct, Tamara Jungworth. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, so Tamara uh, approached me, and uh, I have a background in community film arts sort of thing, and uh, yeah, film festivals. So yeah, she brought me on board to. Um, curate the program for my film knowledge but also for my expertise in liaising with uh, community organisations and community, different community groups. Um, yeah, so it was originally Tamara's idea. I think in the past the programming has been done in-house at Gasworks so they wanted to bring someone also who had film programming expertise, had both of those things, um, yeah, to do the project. So what did you find when you uh, started to collaborate with the community in... Uh, is it just Delbert Park or...? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Port Phillip more Port broadly. Phillip, yeah. yeah. Um, so we've also got to... Um, we're doing one uh, film screening with Joy uh, 94.9 as well. Uh, they're not necessarily local, uh, but they're definitely a community organisation. Um, so I found that, yeah, people were really excited about the idea of being able to choose a film uh, and then also that, that it would be not only open to their community but the broader communities to have this sort of interaction between uh, the community they know and then sort of bringing other people in to talk about or to think about a, a given topic or a given, yeah, so their interests. So, yeah, a, a lot of excitement um, is, is what the response was, um, if especially uh, the, the school students are really excited because they're actually doing uh, live performances. They've got three films in the program and for each one they're doing a different live performance. So they're excited that they not only have their own film screening but they're also uh, – it's also open to the public and they're also going to be able to perform – to um, yeah, to the public. So yeah, they're, they're pretty stoked. Um, uh, how, I mean, how did that happen? Uh, when you went off to the, did you look at the people that uh, all the groups that existed in uh, Port uh, Port Phillip, mm-hmm. or did you and then go, oh, we're going to approach these people. We approach a variety, you know, a, a, a variety of people, and mm-hmm. then whoever comes back to us, then we'll work with them. Or did you have a specific idea about what you were dealing with? Well, we had uh, a long list, which we pared down to 10, and uh, we approached those organisations. Um, obviously, I have other organisations that I want to work with, hopefully next year. Uh, so, so, so what was it about them that you thought would be yeah, good? Sure. Um, well, diversity was one of them, one of the, the parts of it, uh, that they had, that they were active in the community, uh, that 
um, well, with the film festivals, obviously. And they had the capacity. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, or that, you know, also that I knew there would be good films that could fit. So I did all the research around the films and I brought the films to the organisation and then we sort of spoke spoke about it, worked through it um, yeah, and chose them together. Oh, that's really interesting. So did you have, a, when you say you research films, you could see which ones were going to be available? Yes. I mean, so I began that process like uh, in September last year, uh, just looking at what was coming up. I mean, if you look at the program, you can see there's quite a few new titles, um, films that haven't necessarily screened here. So I, I looked through sort of um, film festival programs and also looked at what was coming up. Um, I mean, an example of that is Spear, this Australian film, this Bangara dance uh, film adaptation. That's our closing night film. So I heard that that was coming up and I was like, okay, we can find somewhere. Actually, that actually began with the film and I was like, I've got to find an organisation that will want to screen this. And So yeah, you paired the you, – you, you got the films first and then you paired them with an organisation that well, would I had, be happy yeah. to go with it. I had a really large list of films. Um, oh, and so you offered them a variety. So then, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I had a really large list and then I offered each organisation for each screening maybe two or three and we kind of spoke through uh, which would be best. I mean, with the school, that was quite challenging because I needed to find films that not only the school would be on board with, the teachers would want to kind of um, oh, get behind. Could, and they could also use as part of their own curriculum. That's correct. Um, but also it would be films that the, the students would actually want to see. Yeah. And it's actually harder than you think to get no, both of those I, things. No, I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so you're like somehow fitting into the curriculum, being able to engage the students and also getting a film that getting films that the, the teachers and the school would want to get behind. Um, and so did you have special screenings for them before they chose? Uh, no, it was uh, I sent them trailers with um, descriptions of the films and we spoke about how it would fit into the curriculum. So I've, my two contacts there are two teachers. Uh, so we spoke through in detail about how each film would be able to fit into the curriculum, which um, teachers and which classes it would fit into um, and such, yeah. But, yeah, no, they, they haven't actually seen the films. Themselves. But the, the lead-up time was late last year. That's correct. Leading into, oh, well, now, we're in January. So you, uh, you've you done a pretty smart kind of uh, timeline there. Yeah, I mean, it was, I, I thought it was quite a quick turnaround. Oh, I do too. Yes, Um uh, it was like oh, between the beginning of it and the release of the program, it was three months. Uh, so Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so we had to be, yeah, quite efficient. And this is why I presented like two or three films rather than sort of leaving it open and presenting 10 or, you know, I could have actually done that uh, if given the time. But uh, yeah, I, I thought it, it worked really well. And yeah, also, I mean, depending on the organisation's some needed more sort of guidance than others. Some came to the meeting with films. Um, the Port Phillip Eco Centre came to the meeting with a film. They said, this we film. We want this film. Yep, their own film called Baykeepers, and we actually did screen that last week. Um, it's a, a locally made film about uh, keeping the bay clean. It's about plastics in the bay. Yeah. How long was that film? It's a... That's 26 minutes. 26 minutes. So so what What do you have two films with each? 
Uh, that's, oh, well, well, yeah. well, let's go back. Let's sure, go back. Sure. Uh, when you were working with each of these different uh, groups, and mm. there's ten, you obviously they had ideas of their mm, own, yes. And then you had to workshop with each of them. That's correct. Yeah, each of them separately. Uh, so we did have some restrictions. I mean, because uh, we have to have films off by eleven, they can't go for more than two hours. So that was a restriction. We also can't show subtitles films right now because the wind on the screen moves it. Yeah, because so, it is outside, folks. That's correct. It is outside. Uh, so, um, so yeah, uh, I've lost my train of thought. Oh, no, that's okay. So what I was thinking was that you – so you've already told us that the school wanted to incorporate mm. uh, their own personal performances. Mm-mm. So they've got two films and they're and – Tell me what's yeah, happening Yeah, sure. With them. They've got three films. So we chose the films first and then we sat down and we spoke about what we could build around the screening. And we've done that with each organisation. We chose the film and then we – and actually sometimes beforehand we spoke about what we could build around the screening because I, mean, I guess the great thing about an outdoor screening is the sort of time and space – to yeah to do other things before the film comes on so uh with the the school we sat down and they have a really active um media um and performing and music department so we sat down and we said what about some live performance and they said that the kids the students were really excited to do that so not only we've got um we've got a band playing before we have a music doco called breaking a monster so we've got this music doco and then and beforehand, we've got a three-piece rock band, a man of students. Yeah. yeah, before the film, and we're also showing two student short uh, shorts. They've actually got a really active um, filmmaking department as well. They have their own little miniature film festival um, at the school. So for the first sc- their screening, their first screening, we've got a uh, three-piece rock band, and then for their second screening, which is Bill, a horrible histories spoof about Sh- William Shakespeare, we've got. Uh, some spoken word. Apparently, uh, one of the teachers said she's going to get some of her geniuses to come and do some spoken word. This is how she referred to them. And for the last screening, uh, it's actually Spear, that Bangara dance adaptation. And we've got some students that are going to come along and do a dance performance before the film. So, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, really great. And, yeah, they're, they're very excited about that. Yeah. You're on uh, Showreel with Annie and we're having a chat with Louise Malcolm, who's from the uh, Gasworks Backyard Cinema, which is uh, going to be screening from uh, – well, it's already started. It started on the 6th, uh, 15th of January and it's going to go to the 18th of March. So, But uh, one of the things you were saying to me was that uh, – well, well, first, first we'll start with uh, what was it like the in the, for the first screening, and the first screening was all the time in the world, and it was auspiced by the Port Phillip Echo Centre. Yep, that's correct. So that was last Friday. Uh, it went really well. It was actually a really cold night, but uh, a, a lot of people turned out for it, um, and people came and brought their sleeping bags, um, their sort of camping gear. And yeah, and the dogs. And the dogs. You can also bring your dog. Uh, as long as it's on a leash, you can bring your dog. Uh, so we had a couple of dogs in there. Uh, not too many, but we had a couple. Uh, there was actually also a dog in the film. <laughs> so at some point, the dog was barking on screen, and the dogs, you know, they responded in <laughs> oh, the crowd. That's so cute. Uh, but the, the the audience really loved that film. Uh, it was it was a totally different different experience watching watching it with an audience as it always is. But they really got into it, and as they left, nearly every single person including uh, a lot of the kids who were there, 
were telling me how much they love the film. I actually fed that back to the filmmaker. She's really stoked. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so that's went, an Australian film? That's actually a Canadian film. Canadian film. Yep. Yeah, it's called All the Time in the World. It's, a, it's about a woman, actually the filmmaker, it's a documentary, who takes her entire family to the wilderness, to live in the wilderness, the Yukon in Canada, for nine months. Um, yeah, it's a really beautiful film. And I thought a really nice fit uh, for the opening of, of of the cinema because it's actually the film itself is about reconnecting with those that are dear to you and sort of yeah and I think this this cinema this idea is also about reconnecting reconnecting with your community through cinema. Mm. Um, so yeah. Also, being outside, did they appreciate? Did they even were they aware that uh, watching it outside? Uh, heightened the experience yeah, or changed the experience. It probably did. Um, I, I'm absolutely convinced that the way you see a film makes a huge difference to how you appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, most of that film, it, they do live in a small cabin, but a lot of it is set yeah, outdoors, sort of in the wilderness. Um, and it's it actually... It's really. It was during a winter. A lot of it. So I, I think. <laughs> and a Canadian. My daughter went to Canada for a year, and uh, their winters uh, are unbelievable. Yes. Yes. <laughs> In our terms. Yeah, I think uh, part of the film is about how that at some point they weren't allowed to go outside. Once it gets to forty below, they were all <laughs> the whole family. We're stuck inside this small cabin, cabin and it fever. sort of records their cabin fever. Oh, it's quite funny. Uh, yeah, it's a really charming film. Yeah. 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 And uh, are most of the film's uh, documentaries? Uh, it's about half-half. Half-half. Yeah. That's an interesting challenge. And this week's uh, f- film is actually uh, coincides with uh, um, Midsummer. Some... Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, this week it's Hairspray. So we've got Melbourne Queer Film Festival are doing two screenings during Midsummer. So tonight, uh, sorry, tomorrow night, it's Hairspray. It's two John Waters films. Hairspray, and then on the 5th of February, it's Crybaby. Yeah. So, um... That's all right. We'll ignore that. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, they're doing those two screenings uh, as, as part of Midsummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you've said to me, because it's outside, you're waiting to see if there's going to be a huge storm. Yes. Um, it's looking like a, a bit of a big storm tomorrow night. We're actually going to make the call this afternoon. I mean, that is actually part and parcel to doing an outdoor cinema. Uh, sometimes the weather is going to be against you. Inclement. I've got my fingers and toes crossed. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out this afternoon. Yeah. Um, and obviously this is a is not a free event. No, this is a ticketed event. So yep. tell us about, if, I mean, two things have happened here. We, I mean, if that, people want to go there on Friday to, mm. to watch the films, because mm. a hairspray in, um, in the outdoors just sounds like a, a deeply compelling thing to do. I agree. Uh, uh, <laughs> Um, they need to find out if it's actually going to be on Correct. and also how to get a ticket. Sure. Okay, so you can get uh, tickets through the Gasworks website. So uh, the, the website is uh, gasworks.org.au and it's backyard-cinema. That's like slash backyard-cinema. Uh, so you can get tickets there. If the cancel if the screening is cancelled, you get a refund. So Yeah. Uh, and to keep up to date with that, um, I'd say uh, follow us on Facebook uh, Gasworks Backyard Cinema, we have a page. 
you'll get the most updated information there. We're also on Twitter um, and we're on Instagram as well. But, uh, yeah, if you want to keep up with that, uh, just go to our Facebook page, Gasworks Backyard Cinema. Yeah. And uh, how much does it cost? Okay, yep. It's uh, full 20, concession 18. And if you're part of the – if you're a member of uh, Melbourne Queer Film Festival – it's 15 or if you're affiliated with any of the partner organisations, it's it's $15 for that screening. And do people have to bring their own chairs? Uh, yes, bring your own chairs and your picnic blanket. Definitely bring a picnic blanket. Uh, yep, so... And being outside, they can bring their own picnic. You can also bring your own picnic. We actually had quite a few people like <laughs> wheeling in their eskies last week. It was pretty nice. Um, we also have food on site this year as well. We've got some uh, food trucks coming along. Uh, each night there'll be some. Uh, there'll be a different food. Two different food trucks. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty fun. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. And before I let you go, mm-hmm. I want to know more about the rest of the program. Yep, sure. So uh, it, tomorrow is hairspray, and then. Next week, we've got That Sugar Film, which is a, a documentary. We're also going to have the writer-director, David Gamal. He's going to he's going to be there for a live Q&A. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and then the fifth... It's very seri- seriously uh, interesting film, that one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be a really good discussion. Yeah. Um, and then the following week, we've got um, Cry Baby, that John Waters film presented by the Melbourne Queer Film Festival. Uh, 12th of February... We've got Inspired to Ride. It's uh, the Australian premiere of a bicycle documentary. It's about uh, a Trans-America, unassisted Trans-America bicycle race. So it's a race across America, unassisted. Uh, what does that mean, unassisted? It, it means that it, uh, you, have you don't do it. have anyone uh, giving you water or a car by you. It's like each person is on their own. Uh, and it could take you a really long time. That's correct. <laughs> and it could be really difficult if you don't have anyone uh, backing you up. It looks like a really great and film. It's not, it's not a film about um, being really fast. No, it's, it's actually a film more about challenge, like challenges, challenges. And, res- and resilience. Um, yeah. yeah, and all the characters that they meet along the way in all these kind of small towns. Um, and on the 19th of February, we've got a Melbourne premiere of a film called Guidance. Uh, that's with Joy 94.9. Uh, it's a, a comedy about an ex-child star who fabricates his credentials to become a high school guidance counsellor. Uh, it's been getting really great reviews and it's won lots of awards and audience votes overseas. Uh, on the 26th of February, we've got our first um, screening with the Albert Park College and it's a music documentary called Breaking a Monster. And then on the 4th of March, uh, Human Rights and Arts Film Festival are giving us Just Eat It. Uh, it's, it was a hit <laughs> of their last year's festival. It's about uh, food waste, uh, a really important and actually really entertaining documentary. And then on the 11th of March, we've got Bill, uh, which is that uh, horrible history spoof about uh, William Shakespeare. And then our closing night film is the Bangara dance film adaptation Spear. Yeah, so... It sounds really great. Yay. Yeah, and just before I let you go, give the uh, website a plug again. Yep, no worries. So it's gasworks.org.au slash backyard-cinema. Thanks, Louise. Thank you. Loggrave Survival Day is in its ninth year and will be held on January the 26th at Borthwick Park, Benson Street, Belgrave. This year, we're excited to host the legendary and award-winning Kutcher Edwards and the Deans of Soul, as well as the Mula Mula Choir and hip-hop dancers. So come along from 12 noon and celebrate Survival Day. For more information, email survivalday at gmail.com. Goldgrave Survival Day is a 3CR supporter.
And uh, we're all back on Showreel with Annie. And uh, as I said, we've just been talking to Louise Malcolm and uh, about uh, Gasla- Gasworks Backyard Cinema. And it sounds like a great, great um, program. And it's all part of this uh, wonderful uh, idea of going outdoors and uh, changing your perspective on films. And as uh, Louise was going out the door, she said she's a bit of a film snob. She's just finished her PhD on uh, film and uh uh, spectatorship and uh, the films have to be good. They're not just any old ordinary film, as you can tell by the program. And also the use of films uh, to get across messages and build community is a lovely angle. But there's also another one that I should be telling you about. There's an open invitation to all friends uh, who enjoy documentaries uh, to go to the uh, Edinburgh Gardens tonight, actually. Uh, Edinburgh Gardens. There's going to be a series of films over uh, the... Oh, let's see. What, what are the dates? January the 21st, tonight. 28th and uh, February the 4th and the 11th. These are all Thursdays. Uh, 8.30pm at the Edinburgh Gardens. Uh, Alfred Crescent Fitzroy North. They're going to be showing films that focus on Latin America. And tonight's feature is a doco uh, f- uh, from the Sabastista communities, the Mapuche peoples, Argentina, Guatemala and Brazil. So what's on tonight? The San Batista from, Amer- Mer- from Mexico documentary, uh, Galeano Viva. It runs for 45 minutes and it's followed by Mapuche documentary, The Land is Our Mother, which is a 50 minutes feature. Now, these are all at uh, tonight at Edinburgh Gardens. They're part of a, um, a series of films to raise awareness about Latin American politics, but also to help them to support the development of their multina- uh, multinationals out conference which they're going to be having October 2016 so they're saying bring your own chair, your pillow or blanket and you could probably bring your own snacks as well, donations uh, they'd love a donation uh, but anyway watching films outside at Edinburgh Gardens 8.30 tonight sounds like a really nice thing to do. Coming up next is the uh, first live uh, published or not uh, that's uh, for the year, and uh, we will go out with, I think, let's see, what can we find for you today? Something Australian, very good idea. Let's go out with, oh, pick it right now, pedestrian at best. No, that sounds like a rude thing to say, but that's what we'll go out with. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.